0: Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC.
1: Get, get back to us. If there's stuff you need us to be telling the regulators from you, your lessons learned that they don't seem to be hearing, make sure you let us know. Um, we've always got that communication door open and, and we always want to represent your needs with, uh, with regulators and
0: government. Welcome to the Jersey Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher. I'm the editor of Jersey Professional Magazine. And by the time you listen to this podcast, it should already be 2021, a better year, I hope. (laughs) With us today, once again, we have Naomi Burley, our managing director. Hi, Naomi, how are you?
1: No, I'm good. How are you coming?
0: not too bad. Uh, so in this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about our discussion groups and maybe some upcoming events in 2021. Um, but of course, by the time you listen to this, there should be more information about these events and maybe more events on the events page website. So let's get started with the discussion groups. Um, yes. Let's talk about those. What do we have? Will there be more? <laughs> what do we have? Will there be more? Yes.
1: So what we've been, you know, for members who have been participating in the discussion groups, they're currently finding them on the events page. Um, Everything's sort of thrown on there. We are working on a new website scope at the moment with our provider and we'll have them in a separate area eventually one day. But at the moment, if you are looking for any of the discussion groups that we ever mentioned, they're on the events page and they'll be set in the future um so if we think that the group's going to run for three to six months we will put it three to six months ahead with all the sort of tentative meeting dates so that so that people can book in any time right up to the end of the discussion group you don't have to necessarily be on board from the beginning and i apologize for the magpies in the in the (laughs) background you're being really loud um so part of Part of that is we've, we've had them ongoingly. We've got a really great AML group um, chaired by Andrew Hamm. It's had different chairs in the past, but that's been going now for several years. Um, and they meet monthly and discuss arising issues because it always seems to be something arising in AML. There's always something to talk about. And we've had other discussion groups that it might be around a particular um, a particular issue or regulatory issues um, uh, Regulatory activity that has a sort of set dot, set deadline So sometimes they've been around consultation. Sometimes they're just around implementation of something with a With regulatory um, deadlines. So we know the group's going to end uh, You know at the time that everyone sort of submits it in other ones have been more general. We've had some great ones around um, s- Trying to develop uh, lead ca- um, indicators for um, lead risk indicators and KPIs around that, um, which is a common problem and something that everyone found in the first few weeks, they were still coming up with lag indicators. You know, it is what it is. It's really difficult to guess what what you've got to try and anticipate. Uh, And this year we've obviously had um, something that was related to helping our members share their insights and experiences in um, moving all of their compliance management to remote, operations so you know assisting first line remotely um whereas for a lot of a lot of our members they've had the luxury in the past of being able to sort of pop in and visit first line or do face-to-face training or be available very very easily and accessibly uh, um, if anyone has any questions and now everyone moving to their own homes, it's a whole different world um, for operating your framework. As well, there were obviously the challenges of um, having a look at the privacy implications, what are the IT risks of moving everyone through there, what do you need to do compliance-wise in terms of having lists held at home, what can you print, what can't you print, what can you have on personal laptop, all those kinds of challenges. So there was lots of stuff going on in that group. Um, that's a group that will actually keep on going for a little while longer than we all thought it would keep going for. Um, And that'll be available up there. But part of the interesting thing with the discussion groups is that I'll talk to lots of members and they won't even be aware that we do these things, even though we think we're publicizing them. We think that we are telling members about them. And I think part of it is they don't quite understand what a discussion group might be. Um, So what we'll be doing from 2021 is we're gonna call them round table groups because people seem to understand what that is. It's one of those phrases where you get a, you get a concept that you're coming along to discuss stuff on an agenda. Um, I think with discussion groups, sometimes people think you're necessarily going to solve something and yes. that's not the way it is. Um, so we've had lots of different ones running in the past. We'll revisit some of the old topics. So for instance, we had, we've had sector-related ones, so people in the education sector. Have had a discussion group. We'll um, reach out to those people again and see if they want to meet again, even on a quarterly basis. Um, we've had issues based ones. And moving forward, we'll continue the AML group. We will continue the remote operation of your compliance frameworks group. Um, we used to have also have a documenting your compliance framework group, um, which sort of discussed how people were even recording where all the elements of their framework were so that if you had a regulator wander in and say, well, show us your framework, you could point them in the right direction. It wasn't relying on you sitting there and explaining where everything was meant to be. Um, So some of the groups that I've had suggested for next year include getting together members who have or who are planning to implement a RegTech project to share their experiences and learnings from those. Um, another one is on sort of post royal commission the things so everyone can get together and discuss the things that they that they are anticipating still being outstanding things that they've dealt with things that they're learning about from the ASIC focus on particular action so ASIC had a to-do list and they've been executing that over the year um there's obviously been delays and there is continued uncertainty about what the government will actually legislate in response to that and sort of the back and forward we've had about responsible lending and now um, with the code of ethics for financial advisors. Mm. So um, we think that that's a really important group to get back and everyone sort of settle in and and get a common understanding of what's actually happened as a consequence, what still might happen as a consequence and what we as a profession should lobby to happen. Because some of some of the uh, things would have added value to organisations if they'd been better legislated or perhaps better um, supported by regulators. So there's a there's a whole piece that we can do as an association um, on your behalf for those. So that's some of those. But I'll be sending out um, an email prior to Christmas asking for ideas, things that people want to have discussed as a roundtable group and then when we eventually get the new website up it will be in a separate section to the events so you can go and join a roundtable group and and come along to the next one be included on the mailing list for that group Um, and you you know they're they're really good groups in the sense that you can drop in and out you don't have to come to every single discussion if you can't make it and they all run online Um, so yeah we're happy to have ideas come through before i even send my email so if you listen to this and you and you dumped that email (laughs) (laughs) in the trash box which it's completely fine but you think oh yeah there's this group i'd like to get together and discuss this send me through the idea we put it out if we have enough people register it's a go um so it's really just dependent on common interest in that topic and not necessarily on whether we think it's a good topic or not it's up to the members
0: it's so funny. When I hear round tables, it immediately takes me back to the Arthurian myths and legends for some reason. I don't know why that keeps happening. <laughs> um, so...
1: Well, hopefully it's that idealistic as well. Let's... <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so the next thing we're going to discuss, and you mentioned events a couple of times, um, is some upcoming events in early 2021. Um, and I know that we're going to be doing something with Professor Elizabeth Sheedy, and we're probably going to be doing something with Sarah Ewan. So let's talk a bit about that.
1: Yeah, so to kick off the year, one of our first, I think it'll be our first event. It will be run webinar and online um, because we think it's one that, that members really need to uh, to hear about, is that um, Professor Sheedy's been working on a research piece that, that GRCI supported her with um, and uh, so have a number of other organisations to reach out to um, people who actively undertook uh roles within their organization in the implementation of bear so they might have had to coach people through becoming accountable persons and what that meant for them and then documenting it out or they might be an accountable person um a uh, so in a variety of roles and they conducted interviews with those people and it's all around um understanding how it might have shifted cultures within organisations, whether it did or not, Mm -hmm. how it's, what kind of impacts it's having in industry aside from obviously giving the regulator someone to hang on the hook, you know, it it had other purposes that it was designed to achieve, including um, having those people really understand the nexus between what they do in their, in their business practice um, with their, the the requirements on the organisation to operate in a particular way to keep the market safe and to keep customers safe. So that'll be a really interesting one. We are inviting um, ASIC and APRA to join us for that event if they can to speak there, but I can't confirm a speaker from either of those. We'd be interested in ASIC also speaking. So we get an idea of um, what the FAR scheme will be for people and, and whether they're taking any lessons from APRA because we know that APRA and ASICI have been having a lot more conversations um, in the past two years than they had previously so I'm sure there's some sharing of insights there um, as would be only sensible so that that will be a great event Sarah Ewan's been running um, her speaking events uh, virtually throughout mm-hmm. this year and the feedback from members has been you know as more and more members recognize that the value of being able to um, communicate their message in a variety of ways both our writing courses uh, with Vivian Begg and the speaking courses with Sarah knew and have gained a lot more popularity and Sarah's introducing a new course about eliminating filler words um, which I might have to attend <laughs> <because> I <laughs> I definitely will. Over time on you, <laughs> <Kwame>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's all about making sure your compliance and risk messages are impactful and that you're not sabotaging yourself because we're all in the habit of of using particular words or using words that you're really familiar with but other people don't understand the meaning of or they just detract from your key phrases that you really need people to take away and they get caught up in, in the rest of the guff around your message. So she'll be running her the courses that she's run previously as well as this one. Again, we'll continue online. For as long as we need to with COVID, and that's partly in i know a lot of the restrictions have lifted where we are in new south wales and they are lifting in the other states but it's also a recognition that some of our members employers are not keen for them to run the risk in traveling interstate yet so that's right. something we'll also be seeking input from members um continually especially throughout next year is you know what's the confidence level of your employer to allow you to travel interstate to attend some training if if that's what you wanted to do. Um, And that'll dictate whether we continue to do stuff online, do it in a hybrid method. Um, I know that there was one point during this whole thing that everyone's gone, well this is the way it's always going to be. But at the same time, I, I'm told by people that everyone's sick of being online. So it might not be the way it's, it's going to be. Um, and, you know, part of our core deliverable as GRCI is about that connection with your, with your fellow professionals. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the discussion groups slash roundtables are a perfect opportunity for that. Um, but, and, and we won't stop running those in a way that allows everyone around the country to access them. Um, but it's also, you know, there's still space for that face-to-face meeting and we'll see when we can do those again for, for everything else. We're going to be continuing working with Deloitte on the point of view forums. Again, mm-hmm. they've gone virtual um, and in this, you know, it's been crazy busy for everyone from regulators through to all our speakers through to, you know, our partners like Deloitte. Um, and so we'll continue to try and provide those when we can and again if they can go back to face to face we will and they'll stay virtual while we can we'll have all our training courses up we're scheduled in our date for our aml and financial crimes congress and which is the 18th of march and we've also set the date for the conference, which will be early November. And I should know the date off by heart, but I don't. <laughs> but we have booked the venue for that in the hopes that we'll be able to do that by November, do a yeah. face-to-face event in Sydney. Um, so, yeah, it's already kicking off to be a really busy year. And, you know, that's part of our commitment is we're not just a training organisation. We are about that continual professional development, though, um, because there's so few forums we can get quality um quality professional development specifically for compliance professionals and that's what we want to do as well as advocate on your behalf so get get back to us if there's stuff you need us to be telling the regulators from you your lessons learned that they don't seem to be hearing make sure you let us know Um, we've always got that communication door open and and we always want to represent your needs with uh with regulators and government
0: and you don't need armor to attend the round table.
1: No, you don't need armor <laughs> or a sword. <laughs>
0: exactly. I will right, well, thank you very much, Naomi. Um, and anybody, again, if you have any topics that you're interested in, send an email um, to, to yourself or to Kelsey. To the um, yes. Where should they send it? Yeah. Um, so, so I'll put send the email. So
1: if you send it to yeah. Kelsey, next year you, you're going to get a really oh, interesting out, exactly. of, out of office until <laughs> March when she comes back from maternity leave. So we are saying a short farewell to kelsey but she will be back she's promised she's going to be back
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay excellent well thank you very much naomi and we will see everyone next year
1: thank you Kami.
0: this podcast was a production of the governance risk and compliance institute and the music was produced by rob neary